Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Under the Hoodies. This is Bill Kegel. I'm joined by nobody today. Just doing, uh, well, first of all, I should just start out with, today's my anniversary. So I am going to do a quick solo 20-minute show, um, just basically breaking down the Buffalo Bills. Why break down the Buffalo Bills? Well, if any of you listen to the show, the last previous shows, our last couple of shows, excuse me, I live in Buffalo. Um, the stadium is literally 20 minutes from my house. Um, and in hopes to do some community relations with the Bills, uh, cover some of that stuff, um, you know, maybe go to a couple of games. Uh, I you know, need to start providing some Bills content for the team, which makes sense. Um, you know, it's just, or else I'd just be a fan with a laminate, even though I'm not a fan of the Bills, which is ironic. But, uh, but no, I grew up a Giants fan. Anyway, so what the plan of this show is, I'm just really going to talk about, I'm just going to go position by position, sort of discuss the position a little bit, and give a grade, and then sort of give my prediction on the Bills season. Um, not been a good couple of days for the Bills. They lost Reggie Raglan uh, for the year, um, ACL tear. Uh, I think it was only a partial, but I think they're just more, better to be safe than sorry, just haven't missed a year. The same thing happened with Dante Fowler last year. He's going to come back and be an absolute beast for Jacksonville. So, Anyway, not the, not, not the biggest problem in the world because it was a rookie. Um, you're not really sure what you're going to get. Some guys look good in training camp and in the regular season. So uh, they're going to miss Shaq Lawson for six to eight weeks, as everybody knows. Um, but that actually just came out today that he's just going to be on the pup list and be back sometime around midseason, which is uh, good news for the Bills. Um, so we're going to start out with this quarterback. All right, quarterback. Um I don't know how many people are a fan of this guy. Um, I am. I'm a huge Tyrod Taylor fan. Uh, he's really careful with the ball. Doesn't turn the ball over. Throws a really nice deep ball. Uh, he, I, he doesn't – he just – he he's a guy that can make plays with his feet, obviously, as we saw in the Tennessee game. I mean, really, the Bills should have lost that game last year. Uh, and Tennessee uh, just sort of let Tyrod take the game over, and that's what he did, and they ended up winning 14-13 if my memory serves. Um, as you can tell, I did little to no research for this show or any show. We really do, uh, mainly because I'm a 14 month old and there's not a ton of time. There's not a ton of time to get a lot of stuff done. So, uh, as like with most shows, we'll be flying off the handle a little bit. And I think once we get our feet, you know, going anyway, I digress. I do that from time to time and have to apologize. Um, so anyway, Tyrod Taylor, you know, it's not the biggest guy in the world. Six foot one, 215 pounds. Um, a friend of mine actually met him at the mall. He's 6'2". Tyrod looked every bit of 6'2", maybe 6'2 and a half, standing next to uh, my buddy. So, I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, bigger than you think. Definitely athletic. I mean, I, I mean that's, that goes without saying. Um, so, just looking at some of his numbers, I don't think he threw for 300 yards at all last year. Uh, yeah, at, at Kansas City came the closest 291. But he, did, he does throw a pretty deep ball. Um, a lot of people remember against the Colts last year, week one, threw a nice – pass to Percy Harvin for a long touchdown. Um, so he's got the arm strength. He can, he can sling it if he needs to. I think they're going to open the passing game up more for him this year. So I think you'll see that production a little higher. Definitely a guy you uh, want to have on your fantasy team, uh, maybe even as a backup. Um, but I think he's a guy that if he can stay healthy, he's going to put up nice numbers. Um, I mean, there's a reason Denver, John Elway, who's one of the smartest guys in the league, wanted him so badly. And then, uh, 
you know, went with Buffalo so he could so he had an opportunity to start, not knowing Peyton Manning was going to retire at the end of this year, and he would run away with the Denver job this year. So they also are having a sort of a wait and see, maybe midseason uh, contract extension, a la Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, uh, three thousand thirty-five yards last year, twenty touchdowns, seven interceptions, um, ninety-nine point four. Uh, uh, quarterback rating. So pretty solid year, honestly. Um, he can run the ball a little bit. I mean, he can make people miss, like I said before, he's an athlete. Um, so uh, I like Tyrod a lot. Their backups are Cardale Jones and EJ Manuel. EJ Manuel, I, I people in Buffalo sort of give him a hard time, but I don't think he's as bad as a lot of people say. He's just really safe. He's essentially a more athletic Trent Edwards. Um, but he, he'll, he'll throw it on the field every once in a while, but Trent he was check down Trent. I always like Trentative, um, but he's a little bit more athletic, a little bit more talented version of Trent Edwards. And then Cardell Jones is obviously obviously just a work in progress developmental guy. Um, I doubt he's even active for game days because most teams don't carry three quarterbacks. Um, but I think overall, I, mean, I, I think with Tyrod, I, I really think Tyrod EJ is a uh, you know decent backup. Not going to do anything special. Not going to light the world on fire. But he's a decent backup. Uh, I do think he and uh, I do think he gets another chance to start sometime before his career is over, and I'll think he'll with the right coaching staff. I think he'll do well. But um, so I'm going to give the Bills quarterback situation a B minus. I think that that's fair. Um, it's probably the best they had in a long time. Um, but I think it's a good unit. I think that they'll have some success, uh, some success with uh, with uh, Tyrod if he's healthy. The running backs. All right. Uh, they just signed Reggie Bush. Um, Reggie Bush was probably going to do a lot of the kick return duties. It wouldn't surprise me to see him, uh, you know, on a lot of third downs, even though Shady's really going to third down. But I wonder if they use both of them at the same time in uh, some sort of formation. Uh, Carlos Williams showed well last year, five and a half yards of carry, seven touchdowns. He didn't play a whole lot, but in what he did play, he was pretty impressive. Uh, but he had some weight issues this year. Um, so... <laughs> People, people weren't a fan of that. Um, Mike Gillisley is another guy sort of came in sort of, you know, uh, when, when both Williams and McCoy were out, he picked up the slack and he had, he looked really good. A lot of people in Buffalo are excited for him. Um, they drafted Jonathan Williams this year. Um, you know, curious to see what he'll do. I mean, he's sort of a bigger, heavier plotter guy, but I, I think he'll be, I think he'll be okay. He might find his way into getting a couple carries if, uh, if they end up keeping I mean, it's going to be tough for him to make the roster, and now I'm thinking about it because, I mean, the team carries five running backs. I mean, they're not going to carry Gillisley, Williams, Bush, and McCoy. So I don't know if Jonathan Williams would be on the team now. I'm thinking about it, but plus with the DUI he got uh, he got a couple couple weeks ago, probably not looking good for him. But um, and uh, Boom Heron shows uh, has an appearance on the Bills roster somehow, so he'll likely be cut before the end of camp. But, uh, again, um, you know, he, he's somebody that, uh, you know, eh, I'm carrying Indy for, you know, a couple of uh, – a stretch there a few years back. But, um, overall, this is, I think, a pretty good – this is a pretty good unit. I mean, Reggie Bush still has a little bit left in the tank, it looks like. Uh, Shady McCoy, obviously, when he's healthy, uh, is one of the best running backs in the league. If, I mean, you can make an argument for him for being a top three running back. He's super productive. Um, just missed a few games last year. Uh, Carlos Williams showed flashes. Uh, Gillisley showed flashes. So I think this is a really good unit. I, this is a B plus unit to me. 
Um, a huge fan. So going to receiver, uh, Sammy Watkins. See, all right. As I stated at the beginning of the show, I'm a New York Giants fan. All right. I love Odell Beckham. I think Odell Beckham's incredible. Uh, I don't think that Sammy Watkins is that far out of his league. I, I'll be honest with you. I really don't. I think if Sammy, if Sammy Watkins had a quarterback like an Eli Manning throwing to him, I don't think his numbers would be that dissimilar from Beckham's. And I, I know that might be blasphemy for a Giants fan to say, but I really don't. I think Beckham just got in the right system. He's in Ben McAdoo's no huddle offense. I mean, that offense is, you know, three-step drop, ball out. And I think somebody like Sammy would do well and do really well. I think most receivers uh, would do well in that system. Uh, so I think if you trade Sammy out for uh, for uh, Beckham on the Giants, I think Sammy has a very similar – puts up very similar numbers. I think he's 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 doing everything Beckham's doing. Um, that being said, he's not on the Giants. He's on the Bills, and he's been working with Tyrod this offseason by all accounts. So that's really good. I think, again, if he can stay healthy, Bills have the worst luck with this. Uh, but if he can stay healthy – I think he's primed for a big year. 1,300, 1,400 yards receiving, you know, double-digit touchdowns, 80-plus uh, catches. I mean, I really think he has the talent, the ability to do that. I mean, he's a guy that stretches the field. He's super productive. I mean, last year in the Miami game, he had 168 yards. Uh, he went on a nice run there. His last six games, he had four yards over 100, or four uh, games over 100. Uh, the other two, over 80. He had a he had a touchdown in almost every game in that stretch. Uh, I mean, he's he's a guy just just oozes talent. He's he's an absolute absolute talent. But um, you know, a little hindered by the offense. Learned a new offense. I, I do think he'll come back. I think he'll be fine. Uh, I think he's going to have a nice year. Uh, Marquise Goodwin. I doubt he's even on the team at the end of the year. Um, and then a bunch of camp guys. And now going to the other side, Robert Woods. Robert Woods is the most average NFL player I've ever seen. He he doesn't look special. Nothing about him is special. He's sort of sure-handed, but sort of not. You know, it's just a guy. He's just blah. He's he's kale of food. If he was a food, he'd be kale. He would taste like nothing. He would do nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing special about the guy. Um, he could be productive. I think as a number three, I really do. But he's not a number two. It might be blasphemy again to say that about uh, Robert Woods. I've never seen more average guy on an NFL team. More, be- oh yes, I have. His name's Fred. Ta- or, excuse me, Fred Jackson. Everybody in Buffalo wants to bring him back, and it's that to me is even crazier. Uh, Fred Jackson, great guy by all accounts. Not a spring chicken. Not exactly lighting the world on fire with his legs. He's he's an older guy, you know. Like I said, great guy, good player for the Bills for a long time. Awesome story coming from coming from a uh, small university as an undrafted free agent, making it on the Bills and actually having a couple nice years. Um, but again, Buffalo gets in love with these people, with these uh, players, that it's just bizarre. Robert Woods uh, is one of those guys that falls in that category. Greg Salas, is, uh, you know, whatever. They'll miss Chris Hogan. Um, Chris Hogan is going to have a really good year probably if he stays healthy. Um, but look, rounding out the receiving core, Greg Little, Leonard Hankerson, Marcus Easley, you know, just, just guys, you know, Greg Little looks the part, can't play the position. Leonard Hankerson's had moments, you know, not not a real good receiving core after uh, Watkins. I, I, I mean, this receiving core would be a D plus, C minus, but because Sammy Watkins is just so good, 
I give I'll give the unit a, a C plus. Um, all right, going to tight end, Charles Clay, really productive early on, and just sort of fell off a cliff. I'm not sure what happened there. Uh, you know, Jim Dre, I have nothing. Chris Gregg, I don't really have anything. I, I don't know much about the position at all outside of Charles Clay. I think he's fine. I think they overpaid him, but I think he's fine. Uh, you know, a, a C group. It's just, you know, I, I, I don't know. Offensive line, interesting offensive line. Cordy Glenn hurt his ankle. Cordy Glenn has yet to miss a game in his NFL career, uh, which is impressive for a guy that plays such a physical – Super important position because if you're on the Bills and you play an important position, you're going to miss a few games a year. But Cordy Glenn, uh, solid as they come uh, so far, the Brett Favre of left tackle. So uh, Quandro's okay, you know, as a backup. But Cordy Glenn is really the anchor of that that offensive line. He, he's phenomenal. Uh, he's a potential, you know, Pro Bowl guy. I, I really think if he stays healthy this year, I think he'll make it. Um, I, Richie Incognito, again, the second-best guard in all of football last year, I think, behind Donald Penn. Um, great, great, just a great player. Uh, rejuvenated his career in Buffalo. Eric Wood, a great center. Had one of the most horrific leg injuries you'll ever see uh, in 2009, but uh, has recovered nicely and has been a uh, been a staple in that offensive line for a lot of years. So he's, he's, he's the left side from the center to the left tackle. That's, you don't have to worry about the offensive line there. Gets a little dicey with John Miller and uh, Cyril Richardson. Cyril Richardson, however the hell you say his name. I think it's Cyril Richardson at right guard. John Miller, fine for a rookie, actually. Fine for a uh, middle-round pick uh, for a rookie. He wasn't that bad. Um, you know. And then uh, rounding out is Sean Charles Henderson at right tackle and Jordan Mills. I think Jordan Mills is going to get the spot. You know, The right side's a little weak. Um but overall, that's a really good offensive line, I think. Uh, I think they'll do a decent job protecting Tyrod, I, I, especially the left side. I, I mean, just because of the left side, I, I give him a B. So it's a good unit. Um, defensive line. Okay. This is where it gets interesting here. Is, uh, it gets more interesting, excuse me. Uh, the offensive line, or defensive line, excuse me. With why am I drawing a complete blank on their offensive card the defensive coordinator's uh, name that just went to uh, Philadelphia? I can't, I, I met the guy in an elevator like a year and a half ago. I don't know why I'm drawing an absolute blank on his name. I can see his face, former Lions coach, whatever. All right. Anyway, a couple of years ago when the guy that I can't think of his name out of nowhere, um, <laughs> the bills, they were, they were the second best, they're the second best defense in the league. They went the league in sacks. They had Mario Williams playing at a high level. They had Marcel Darius playing at a high level. You're in that extension. Um, they had uh, Kyle Williams, fantastic. They had Jerry Hughes, fantastic. I mean, Jerry Hughes was getting single coverage because the rest of the offensive, our defensive line was an absolute handful, handful for teams to teams to handle. That, this was a short two years ago. Mario Williams gone off to Miami. Uh, Marcel Darius, really the only Marcel Darius and Jerry Hughes, really the only two still producing. Um, I mean, their number is not quite as much because the, the, the defensive line is a little different. But um, and, and they missed Kyle Williams last year because Kyle Williams missed a bunch of games. Uh, again, the story of the Bills. But um, but uh, Jim, Jeff, or excuse me, Jim Schwartz. God, that was bugging me. So in 2000, uh, 2014, uh, Jim Schwartz, great defense. You know, they had Doug Marone. Just, just. They look like they were going to be, you know, with Rex Ryan coming in, it just looks like the defense is going to do nothing but, but go up. But 
said it, it, it backtracked a little bit. It happened with a transition, you know, the new coach, new system, wants his guys in there, whatever. So, anyway, the defensive line fell off a cliff last year compared to what they were the year before it. So, this year I'm not really feeling that much confident. Or I'm not feeling that much more confident about their their improvement this year. I mean, Kyle Williams, if he's healthy, great. Uh, Marcel Darius, again, fantastic. Um, you know, Jerry Hughes, I think he's playing linebacker because they're running a 3-4. I, I just don't. I don't like the personnel for the defense. I really like what Jim Schwartz was doing in the three out of the four three. I really, really do. They the guys got to pin their ears back and just go after the quarterback, and that's why they were such a dangerous, dangerous offense and probably should have went to the playoffs that year. I mean, they lost to Oakland. They lost to a rookie quarterback who's turned out to be fantastic. But um, you know, it, it, and all the I mean, that's that's the defense that shut Aaron Rodgers down in Buffalo. Uh, that and then that's. Uh, that that would have broke the drought for the Bills for sure if they would have just beat Oakland. I think they would have made the playoffs that year. But the defensive line, I mean, God, on paper, two years ago they're an A unit. They're the best unit. They're the best front four in the league. And now, what are they? I mean, Marcel Darius and Jerry Hughes, I think, elevate them to a B minus. Um, Kyle Williams stays healthy. I mean, that's your three. I, I, just not a fan of it. They brought in Jarrell Worthy, Adolphus Washington. He's all right, decent for a mid-round pick. That's whatever. Um, Kyle Williams is still there. Marcel Darius is still there. So, I don't know. Um, outside linebackers, again, Jerry Hughes, Manny Lawson. Uh, Shaq Lawson, if we can stay healthy. And then the guy that punched, you know, Smith, a.k.a. Ingham Polly. Uh, you know, nah, camp guy. They don't really have anything much behind them. They brought in Brandon Spikes and David Hawthorne, which are you know old slow plowder guys or uh, two down guys. I, I'm not I'm not a fan of the moves, but they had to make them, you know, because the injuries. They lost Reg- Reggie Ragland for the season, so I I don't know. I'm not really a fan of their. I'm not really a fan of their linebackers. That's a that's a D plus man, and I, I it sucks because I think that they're really good, but I, and I think that they could be really good, but they just. I just don't know what Rex is doing. They've got progressively worse. I think their defense is going to be worse this year. So, anyway, cornerback, Stephon Gilmore, another guy. I don't know why I have to keep saying this, but it sucks. Two have to keep saying it. If he stays healthy, he's one of the 10 best quarterbacks in the league. Thankfully for him and the Bills, he's not staying. He's not holding out. He's, he's been at camp. So, hopefully his deal works out for him. Um, I, I just He just can't stay healthy. He's, he's good to miss. You know, 48 games every year. Uh, right quarterback, Ronald Darby. Now, this is a bright spot in this defense. This is a absolute shine. To get that kind of value, to get from a player, I believe he was third in, third in the league in defensive rookie of the year voting. Um, I mean, to get that kind of production out of a second-round pick that was, you know, essentially labeled like, why did you make that pick? Darby was fantastic last year. He's all over the place. I, I, you know, Darby's one of the best picks in a long time for the Bills. On defense, you know, in, in 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 the you know not anything outside of the first round, he's been an absolute absolute um, safeties. I like too. I worry about Aaron Williams' neck, uh, but you know Duke Williams is fine behind him as a backup. I, I not somebody I'd be comfortable with starting, but in uh, certain packages having him out there, I don't think that that's a bad thing. And Corey Graham, I mean, there's not a more solid player in the league than Corey Graham. I, I think that guy is just. He reminds me of there's uh, Drayton Florence, another guy. Just yeah, he's on your team, but he's not dominating. He's he's just solid. He's never he's never out of place. He he makes smart plays. He just he's just one of those guys, just solid as Sears. You know, he's just so for the secondary again, B 
B-minus. Uh, special teams, Dan Carpenter, probably not going to make uh, – probably not going to keep his job this year. Jordan Gay is going to be their kicker most likely. Their punter, who cares? Colton Schmidt, it doesn't really matter. Kick returner looks like it's going to be Reggie Bush. Um which I'm not sure if I'm a fan of him returning kicks, but I guess all you have to do is really track and just take him in the end zone. Uh, punt returner, I do like Reggie Bush for that a lot. Um, special teams unit is fine. Uh, you know, they get rid of Dan Carpenter. This Jordan Gay turns out to be okay. I don't know. I, I, I can't even grade it, really. I'll just say a C, a C plus, I guess, maybe, if Dan Carpenter leaves, because he was an absolute abomination last year. So, um, coaching staff, oh, boy. Um, not a real fan of uh, what Rex is doing. Oh, man, I, I just uh, – the offensive coordinator whose name is escaping right now, I'm going to look it up as I speak, but they – oh, my goodness. They um, – I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Rex has done a great job of self-promotion. That's really all I can say because he's not been a solid head coach in a couple of years. Um, I mean, he's really still hanging his hat on those on those two jet seasons. You know, they were five and six years ago. Mark Sanchez has been with – he's on his third team since then. Um, excuse me, second team since then, if we're, we're splitting hairs. Third team overall. Uh, a lot of that team is just now old. Like, that, everyone forgets how long ago that was. That wasn't a year or two or three ago. It was five, six years ago. Rex hasn't been good that long. And the fact that the Bills hired him, I'm not a fan of. He says all the right things. I think when he goes to the – you know, when he's on ESPN – when he does the media thing, I think he's going to be fantastic. But not a fan of him. Greg Roman is the offensive coordinator. I mean, yeah, he got capped to the promised land, I guess. Or he's got ca- he got you know, maximized Kaepernick. But was it him or was it the best coach not named Bill Belichick on the planet in Jim Harbaugh? I mean, so I, I just I, – I don't know, man. I think I think he should probably be giving Jim Harbaugh a couple of his uh, – a couple dollars out of each paycheck because – I don't think he's that good of an offensive coordinator. I, their play calling was weird. Whatever the hell was happening with the defense last year, and I forgot to mention Preston Brown in the linebacking corp. Obviously, solid player. Uh, probably the best linebacker, and by probably, I mean 100%. I mean, I guess if Jerry Hughes is considered a linebacker and not a defensive end, Jerry Hughes is right there with him. But uh, for all intents and purposes, we'll say Jerry Hughes is defensive end because that's when he was good. So Preston Brown, their best, uh, their best linebacker. Anyway, so Preston Brown, second-year player, by the way, not exactly Ray Lewis, you know, year six, year seven, year eight Ray Lewis. Preston Brown had a lot of problems with the defense. You know, they didn't know the plays. The plays were taking too long to come in. He could, he was late on calling them because they were too late coming in. So, um, you know, I, I think just that kind of dysfunction and chaos I, I, on, on a defense is just dropping young players right and left here and. And, I mean, some of their best players just don't – just can't stay healthy. I mean, Kyle Williams hasn't wasn't healthy last year. Stephon Gilmore, I mean, you can always pencil him in for four games out, you know, every year. So, I, I just – not feeling great about the Bills season. I'd like to be optimistic because I live here. It would be awesome if they won a playoff – or if they made the playoff, if they had a home playoff game. I don't care what the weather was going. As a Giants fan, I would go to that because I think the stadium would absolutely be electric. But – um I just, I think, I think the offense has a chance to be good. I think that their schedule is favorable. I'm not a huge fan of any team in their division outside of New England. I'm not a fan of the Jets. Not a fan of Miami. I think Ryan Tannehill is an absolute joke. 
Uh, I like Fitzpatrick, but just because the Jets got Fitzpatrick back doesn't necessarily mean that they're a shoe-in for the playoffs, although I love their head coach. Um, you know, I, I'm just not a, I'm not a fan. I'm just not a fan of what they're doing. I think they're getting in, they're getting passed by teams like Oakland. Jacksonville's going to be better than them. Houston's going to be better than them. Um, you know, Indianapolis is probably going to be better than them. There's a bunch of teams that are just they're just blown by the Bills. And, you know, I, I think you start pointing the finger at Doug Whaley. I, that, I think the Rex Ryan decision, uh, coaching the, the hire of Rex Ryan, I think was a mistake. I think he's going to get fired after this year, and they really need to find a stable guy. I always, 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 and I hope it's on one of the previous incarnations of Under the Hoodies where I said – they need to promote Jim Schwartz, the head coach. They need to promote Jim Schwartz, head coach. That, that to me, seemed like the most meaningful thing because let's think about it. Lions, how terrible are they before Jim Schwartz gets there? Other than the Browns, the worst franchise I could think of. Um, I mean, even Jacksonville had some success with Tom Coughlin, uh, Jack Del Rio. Um, so that Detroit, obviously the biggest disaster in the NFC. Jim Schwartz gets, to, gets there. Oh, what do you know? They make the playoffs twice. Defense is really good. Jim Schwartz leaves. They're an absolute mess again. <laughs> Jim Schwartz goes to the Bills. He's a defensive coordinator. Second best defensive team in the league. Leads the league in sacks. And then he let him walk. He takes a year off. Now he's in Philly, which I don't really want to talk about. I'm not a fan of that move because I think that's going to haunt me as a Giants fan. I think that defense is going to be Really good in next year. I, I really do. I think Fletcher Cox is fantastic. I, I I think they have pieces all around all around that defense that I that are I think the defense is going to be well coached this year, if nothing else. And then I think another year of free agency, another draft, and I I really think Philly's defense is going to be scary. Um, and why is that? Jim Schwartz. So the Bills made a huge mistake in not promoting him. And maybe they did. Maybe he didn't want to be there. I, I don't know. But all that being said, I'm predicting another 7-9 season for the Bills. And I think that's being generous. Unless Tyrod absolutely just something clicks in that guy and he just lights it up and he propels himself into the top half of quarterbacks. And him and Watkins and McCoy just absolutely just have incredible offensive years. And the defense is just – good enough to not lose a bunch of games but uh boy i i mean injuries just you know injuries the young players injuries the rookies you know just you just don't see the bills getting out of this rut for you know another handful of years and it just sucks as a as a, as a fan of the city it just sucks because the city needs the bills to be good uh i they have the sabers also another good young team um, but uh, I know nothing about hockey. I'm not even going to sit here and try to pretend that I do. All I know is what I hear, and I think apparently it's a good young team. That being said, uh, that's that's my take on the Bills. I I, I think my official prediction is going to be seven and nine. Um, I look forward to going to the games. I'm going to the home opener against um, the Jets on Thursday night, September 15th. Really looking forward to that. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I just it's just going to be another you know, meager team. I, I just, I don't know. Maybe they can be one of those teams that gives up their entire draft to move up to get a guy like Josh Rosen in a couple of years. And, and maybe that's, maybe that's where they go. You know, another thing that's crazy that I'm going to go after this is that if Cam Newton came out in 2011, that's the Cam, or excuse me, Cam Newton. that's Andrew. Uh, that's yeah. 2011. That's the Cam Newton, Marcel Darius, uh, Von Miller draft. 
if Andrew Luck comes out that year, I think Andrew Luck goes first to the Panthers. I think Von Miller still goes second. And I think Cam Newton, because I, I, I believe they had – in 2011, they had Tebow, and I still think that management was there. Um, and I don't think they would have they would have used a quarterback, a first pick on a quarterback. So anyway, the point that I'm getting to is the Bills probably would have Cam Newton right now if Andrew Luck came out in 2011. So I don't mean to keep kicking the Bills fans in the nuts, though. That's that's kind of harsh. All right, this is Bill for under the hoodies. I'm going to go inside and I'm going to enjoy the. I'm going to enjoy what's left of my anniversary. So see you uh, next week. Dan will be back. We'll do a AFC and NFC North preview and uh, probably talk about the, uh, the Conor McGregor fight and give our predictions on the card there. So until next week, see you later.